This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave, and this is our show. Ian. Hi, Dave. It's good to be back in the blanket for it, buddy. Shut up. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Ian, I have a lot of questions. Okay. All right. About something you're going to want to talk about. All right. Hold hold it. Hold it. What? This is Team Clearcoat, an automotive podcast. (sighs) I am Ian, and that impatient man over there is is Dave. Hi, everybody. Apparently, we're getting right into it. (laughs) Go ahead. Please proceed. I have a lot of questions because this is something I don't know about. Okay. F1. Okay. I was going to say soccer, but it's F1. Okay? Okay. It's F1. (laughs) Right. Ian. Yes. Okay. Apparently something happened in F1. (laughs) (laughs) Many things have happened in F1. I'm guessing this is recent, and for some reason it seems like you're holding me accountable for it. (laughs) Yes, Ian. Okay. You need to tell me why I heard the things that I heard. And on top of that, I haven't read any of this from any news outlets. (laughs) This is all secondhand information. (laughs) I get my F1 news from the Bill Burr podcast. (laughs) Wait, what? Okay, so... So some other dude read something and then... Another redhead. Give him credit. Okay. Okay. So you didn't have to listen to the, the Billboard podcast. It just showed up in your brain. Because <laughs> yes, you guys exactly. have like the hive mind thing going on, right? Like it yes. Just... Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yes. Um, okay. So Nico Rosberg yep. won the Formula One championship. He did. Okay. But Lewis Hamilton was in the lead during the last race. Yeah, he he wasn't leading the championship. Right. He he won he won the last he race. Won the he last basically race. led nearly every lap of the Right. Right. Yes. So he had won like what, three straight races? I think that was his fourth straight race. And yeah. and there was no way for him to get the championship? No, there was. He okay. he had to finish if he finished in first, uh-huh. Nico Rosberg had to finish fourth or lower. Okay. Um if he finished second, Nico Rosberg would have had to finish, I think it was sixth. Okay, because of the graduated points, the way they fall right, off. Right, yeah. yeah, so it's, off. it's graduated yep, for the top yep. 10. Um, and then if he, the only, and then the, the, the only other way that he could have won was I'm for, bored. <laughs> right, I mean, yeah, those scenarios are always like, you know, this person has to do this and this and this and those are, right. those, yeah, unless you're like invested in it, those are really boring. Right. I get that. So, okay. So, so what what are you angry about? Because you, you seem like angry and confused like like the caveman lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think I'm coming at it with that level of intellect. So, uh-huh. yeah, no, you're, that's not an insult. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, okay. So, Nico Rosberg finished third right or he fi- he finished higher than fourth yeah, right? he, Bec- he, and he won the championship he ended up finishing second okay so at some point lewis hamilton slowed down during the race yes why okay so he was doing so basically this is the situation so for Your anyone parents who doesn't went away for a week's vacation for <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who doesn't <laughs> nailed good. it nailed it very good yeah for anyone who doesn't know what at all we're talking about who's less informed than davey oh, 
Oh, I'm surprised For- they found what a podcast is. F- Formula One is a sport with cars with four wheels that go round, round, round. But they, so <laughs> you have a two year old. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's 22 races in a year in uh-huh. the F1 season. And there's the constructors tra- championship which Mercedes, uh, who both of these gentlemen drive for, uh, won, uh, uh, you know, like two months ago. Right. And then there's the The driver's driver's championship. Right. And this year, it was between the two Mercedes drivers at at first and second. Um, Lewis Hamilton, driving for Mercedes, had won three, uh, had won two previous championships in a row. Yes. um, With Mercedes. And they've been, they've been dominant with this rule change that involved going to uh, turbocharged V6s and hybrid power and all these other things. Yeah. Um, and and the story of why they were dominant is actually really interesting. So you should go look at that. Yeah, look because that up. We, it, we won't get into that. It's insane design. Yeah, it was like innovation. well, it was it was one of those things. It was one decision mm-hmm. in the design process that yep. like snowballed yes. into allowing them to be crazy dominant. Yep, it was really interesting. Anyway, all that's out the window next year because it's a big rule change again. Okay, but this year it was really exciting. the The last race of the season was in Abu Dhabi. Uh, at the Yas Marina circuit. It's really cool. They start racing during the daytime and then uh, the sun sets and the lights come on. Oh, so cool. So they finish okay. the race at night. It's nice. Really, it's really pretty cool. Okay. Um, I would imagine driving at <clears throat> night is kind of surreal. I don't know if you've ever I tried to play tennis so. at night. No. Uh, okay. Like anytime but I you, go skiing at night and I know what you mean. Like it, it's, right? it's, it's, it's weird. It's yeah. different. Like you can still see everything, but it's not right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really love night skiing because okay. you get like exaggerated sense of speed and okay. it's, it's just, it's usually calm and colder. And nice. Anyway, 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 any who's Formula One. Yeah. So the situation was that Nico Rosberg was in the lead by I think nine points going into the race. Right. Uh, Lewis Hamilton um, was on a roll. He had had a lot of um, reliability issues earlier in the year and, and some other problems that happened. Um, so he was behind in the championship, but he was his the momentum was his okay and basically when it, when there was a straight fight between them usually lewis hamilton would would come out on top most of the time um he qualified first yeah like a totally dominant qualifying session and then in the race so he basically the only thing that he could do was to finish first so right. if he finished first that was his best chance at winning the championship right right but that wasn't going to be enough because if Nico Rosberg also finished on the podium and he has like a crazy dominant car. Right, right. Uh, Martin Brundle said basically, well, like anybody can finish third in that car. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, okay. it doesn't, uh-huh. like it's I so, could have. Right. It's yeah. so dominant uh-huh. that basically anyone could step in and, and, and finish third. So Lewis had to, he was forced into making a decision to try to control his own destiny. And so what he was doing was, is known as backing Nico Rosberg up. So he knew that Nico Rosberg was unlikely to risk an overtake on him. Okay. In in the race, you know. Sure. Um especially the and the way he was doing it was he was slowing down during the bits that he knew it would be really risky for him to to try to do an overtake uh-huh. and then saving up all of his like Kerr's energy which is the hybrid system right. um and everything else for the parts that Nico Rosberg could pass him in. Okay. So he would then, you know, just rock it down the straights and just be too far ahead of him in the in the slow corners to to do anything about. And the idea there is to make the 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 Red Bulls and the Ferraris catch Rosberg. Okay. And force him to defend, 
Gotcha. Instead create, of try to pass. Yeah. And create a sort of a, a, either a situation where where one of those guys ends up being faster than him at the end of the race because of tire strategy or whatever, or, you know, he has a problem or, okay. you know, someone else opportunistically, you know, because you, you slow down when you defend, you know, right. passes while he's defending somebody else, whatever it is, just to create an opportunity because if they're both just going around the track way faster than everybody else, right? there's no chance that Lewis is going to win the, the uh the championship and it was contra- it was really controversial partly right. because that's why I wanted to talk about it because it was team orders right he well, was defying team orders he completely defied team orders right. and I, I think at that point you know um, it's the last race of the season it's the last like 10 laps of the last race of the season right Mercedes has always already won the the constructors championship right. if, there, if it was a situation where Mercedes still had still could have lost the constructors championship. Right. Then I feel like it would have held more like maybe Lewis would have paid more attention, but at that point, you know, I don't I I would have done the exact same thing that he did. Okay. You know, I don't I don't fault him and it, you know, partly I'm 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 a big Lewis fan. Uh so that might be part of it. But I uh I don't fault him at all for what he did. Okay. Okay. So how was it described was was Bill Burr on the on the side of like Lewis should have obeyed team orders or no, it wasn't even into that detail. It was like, ah, you know, he's, and then he's slowing down. So I, I don't know what's going on with that and blah, 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 you know, and then like his ADD kicks in and he's onto the next thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, he was just, I just knew there was a weird thing with him slowing down and I'm like, but you're racing and slowing down and it wasn't to conserve fuel or anything like that. No. Yeah. Yeah, And I I wanted to know why you told him to do that, Ian. (laughs) Why? Why is that? Why is all of F1 the way it is? You are responsible for it. Yeah. No, it was strategery. Yeah. Alan Prost uh, had a really famous quote about saying that the, the thing you want to do is, uh, or the goal is to win at the slowest speed possible. Okay. No, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and people didn't like him for that because they thought it was like cold and calculating. Uh-huh. Um, but in this... But that's kind of you. Well, <laughs> Well. okay. So in that era, it was always Prost versus Senna, right? Right, and, right. And, and so, and this, you know, um, Lewis and Rosberg and, and Nico sort of have that similar dynamic. Yeah. Of like, you know, Lewis seems like with his driving style and his off-track demeanor and all that sort of stuff, like just a much more natural uh, driver and much more dynamic driver. And then, you know, his personality is a lot more dynamic and he's moody and all that that sort of stuff. Um, Whereas Nico is, you know, he grew up in Monaco. Right. Um, You know, Lewis was, uh, you know, raised like middle class, upper middle class, I guess. Right. in in England, and you know, Nico was grew up in Monaco. He speaks like seventeen languages. Right, his right. dad was Formula One world champion, um, and he's very like. And it could just be that you know he was raised around a professional athlete, so he he understands how to be very right, controlled right. in interviews and in front of the cameras and stuff. So he he comes off as sort of like. Romney-esque in his okay, lack right. of personality and robotness. Okay. Okay. Um, and his driving style is very, you know, kind of methodical and yeah. and not showy at all. Right. Um, so they kind of had that similar dynamic. But this time it was Lewis trying to do like Right, a cold calculated move on Rosberg. Right, okay. Right. So yeah, th- so it, it it kind of like upset a lot of people because that was like the thing that they liked about Lewis is that he's always just like 
he's always driving at the limit. Right. You know, and he was clearly not doing that. Right, right. But it was, it, it made for a genuinely exciting race because Vettel almost caught Rosberg at the end of the okay. race. And, um, Still not exciting enough for me to watch it. it. It was. The race, the race to watch this season was, was Brazil. Right. Yeah. We were talking about that in the rain. Yeah. And Verstappen. He was, it was unbelievable. It's like going to be like, I really think it'll go down in history. as like all time great drives. Nice. Nice. Anyway. Ian. Yeah. This takes me to my first FMK car since we talked about F1. Okay. And I'm, I'm, like, I'm so excited. I haven't been able to talk about F1 on this podcast in any like sort of conversational way. Right. Ever. There you go. Merry Christmas. That's my Christmas present to you. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. I'm going to get you to watch F1 next season. No, you're not. Come on. Why would I? It's boring. It's It's so... Yes, it is. Nope. I would just be on my phone the entire time. Next season's going to be... Should be better. That's... Ian. Okay. Explain FMK cars to the gentle listeners. Okay. Gentle listeners. I'm going to crack open a ginger beer. And aggressive listeners. Yeah. Um, It is... uh, uh, it's a game called FMK Cars that we play on the podcast uh, and in, you know, just life. Yeah. And uh, it's based off of the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill that people play with celebrities or whoever. Or if you're or if you're weird at a family reunion, I guess, <laughs> you can do that. It'd be weird. I am from Missouri. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, but we play it with cars because we're not creepy. And monsters. We're, we're nice. Yeah, yeah, we're not monsters. We're not a basket of deplorables. Right, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I thought we were going to get political on this one. Okay. I like it though. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I've been reading things. Guess who got a New York Times subscription? Guess who's, guess who's only four <laughs> months behind on all his news? I know. <laughs> Hey, I read my daily briefing. I read my daily briefing. Okay. Anyway, so, so, (laughs) forget what we're talking about. Yeah, you you were describing FMK cars, and I'm I'm hooving ginger beer and Heath bars. So, what we're going to do is uh, it's going to be we're going to give each other three cars, and to which we will assign fuck. Uh, to one of them, which is uh, means you, you, you hit dri- it and quit it. You hit it. You hit it and quit it. You drive it for a day. Tell a little story about what you do with it for a day. That's what we like to do. Yeah. Uh, Mary means it's your new daily driver. That you are you are bound to it. Yes. Ever and ever. You put a ring on it. Oh, you put yeah. that ring on it. Yeah. Kill means it goes to the crusher immediately. Um, and you know sometimes we put a little twist on these things. So. Yes. All right, Ian. Yes. My FMK Cars mm-hmm. is called Ginger Didn't Say. Uh, uh, uh. Ian God. takes it. Team orders, that is. Oh. oh Ian? God. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. All right. Ian. Yeah. I'm going to give you a car mm-hmm. and a condition. You're going to have to check in with me to decide whether or not you can execute in this condition. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. First up, mm-hmm. you have a Nissan GTR Nismo edition. Oh, okay. Okay. That car has mm-hmm. to have, and I picked it because it's a twin turbo car. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've driven a modified one and it was fast as shit. Yeah. It felt like Chuck Norris kicked me in the sternum when I accelerated <laughs> on the highway. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. At, at highway speeds. Yeah. So I picked this because imagine how fast that thing is from w- on full boost from sixty to hundred miles an hour. Yeah, just be, like you a just second have to be and there. Half. Yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're, you're doing sixty, and then you're doing hundred. Exactly yeah. right. 
You have to ask my permission anytime you want to blow past a Prius <laughs> or so, any other hybrid vehicle. So when you're on the highway, what what if I so is, is this like when I'm not up to speed? Like they're I'm behind them, mm-hmm. but like if they if I'm already like steaming through, do I have to slow down and get behind them? Yes. Okay. All right. My answer. You ask me. Now, uh, there's a kicker to these. That's that's not the kicker? That's not the kicker. Oh, my God. My okay. answer, uh-huh. Ian, will depend okay. on my mood. <laughs> it will depend on how much caffeine I've had, how my blood sugar is, <laughs> how much sleep I've gotten, things like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the things that affect your mood, Dave. I'm well familiar. <laughs> you know, it is not a... Level playing field. It is not a straight, consistent line. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on whether or not I've had juice recently. I, yep. Yeah. I don't want to look at the Camaro. The Camaro's (laughs) stupid. I don't want to look at the Camaro. Let's go go over here. Stay in the corner. I don't want to look at the Camaro. I don't like the way it looks. It's dumb. I just don't care about it. That's a spot on Dave. (laughs) Nailed it. You nailed, nailed a Dave impression. Yeah. Ian, so yeah. so you have to ask me. Yeah. Okay? Okay. All right. Up next, mm-hmm. we have a 2010 Lotus Elise SC, the supercharged Elise. Yeah. Okay? That car, just imagine the lateral grip of that car. Okay. Anytime you want to take a series of turns or a batch of turns at more than half a lateral G. Okay. Okay. You have to ask me. All right. Okay. My answer, shit, I didn't finish this one. (laughs) It's blank. (laughs) My answer depends on whether or not I've had a clear and concise thought for more than one second. So no, all the time then. (laughs) I've, I've got my moments. Yeah. I've got my moments. Okay. Okay. This wasn't one of them. No. No, it wasn't. Do we need to cut? <sighs> My answer will depend on... <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to ruin this for you. Uh-huh. And you're going to leave all the thing in about you forgetting <laughs> and cutting. So what just happened there, listeners, was a cut. And Dave was going to just gloss right over that. Yep. But I'm going to do my best to make Aww. sure that that can't happen and he has to leave it in because <sighs> it's going to be funny. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to cut that too. (laughs) My answer, Mm -hmm. Ian, will depend on whether or not I've had kale, quinoa, or some other identified by you hippie bullshit food. Mm -hmm. All those fit that category, yes. Yeah, within the the last 24 to 48 hours. So if you have, then I can? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah, your odds aren't bad. Yeah. I had kale last night. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to help you out. Whole Foods is expensive. (laughs) You know? Right. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking out for you, buddy. I'm eating mini Heath bars right now, and I'm like, like, hmm, I should call Heath and see if they'll make one with kale. Gross. (laughs) All right. Okay. Lastly. All right. Okay. BMW M5, the one with the V10. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ian, that's got to be great to crush some highway miles with. Right? Yeah. Can you break the speed limit? You have to check in and find out. If my Basset Hounds are asleep, 
Yes. <laughs> well, then the answer is just yes. They're, they're awake sometimes. Okay. All right. They're awake sometimes. Okay. So, so uh, in this car, I've, I've already taken care of this, solving this for you. In the OD, OBD two port, uh-huh. there's actually a Basset Hound sleep status. Uh, I have, I have. Basset Hound biometrics interfaced with my car. My car is basically a cyborg. (laughs) Yes. With a Basset Hound. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) One day I wanted to strap my Fitbit to Mona to see like how many steps she gets. Yeah, like like, four. (laughs) I think Fitbit would call me and be like, are you fucking dead? (laughs) Like, are you okay? We've sent ambulances. Your heart rate is three. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. There's your FMK. Okay. You have to take it from me. All right. Orders, that is. Okay. Um, Wow. Nissan GTR. Yeah, what was the second one? The middle Lotus one? Elise the SC. Lotus Elise. Imagine how great that would be to carve some canyon roads. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm going to marry the M5. Okay. All right. It seems like the least onerous. Yeah. And like, it's also probably the most enjoyable of those to just drive around in. Right. Okay. Like normally. Yeah. So like the, the no wouldn't be that bad. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to go the speed limit. Yeah. It'd be for, disappointing. For about eight minutes a day. Right. And, and during those minutes, they're either eating or pooping. Right. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I bet if there was any dog that could poop while it was asleep, it would be one of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so that means I got to crush one of those two. So it's not G- being able to pass Priuses. I think I'm going to crush the GTR. Okay. I don't think I could bear you the enjoyment in your voice <laughs> when you told me I wasn't allowed to pass a Prius. That would be when I was in a bad mood. I'd be like, no, you can't. Why, why, Ian? Why could you pass a Prius? No, no, none of us can. We do. But then I would have to turn around and drive to your house and give you juice, and that would be a pain. And yeah, we we Priuses pass us all. Priuses pass us all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, hangry Dave is uh-huh. the best. Uh huh. Um, and then, so that means for a day, I'm going to drive the Elise. Um, and I guess, um, you know, I'll just, you know, leave, uh, you know, I'll just Hansel and Gretel you to Uh, to Whole Foods. With a bunch of kale chips. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, we'll be good to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. You have to take orders from me. Yeah. God. Uh Uh-huh. Ian? (laughs) Yes. Let's go from... Uh, farting basset hounds too. Something serious, very serious. Let's bore our listeners. Serious. Let's talk about automated cars and infrastructure again. Yeah, infrastructure. Woo! Yeah. Yo, we got some hot infrastructure talk going down here. Yo, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we had kind of um, weirdly. You've had some Twitter interactions. I did have some Twitter. You've, you've had some interactions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was like, um, so the other morning, um, Alex Roy tweeted something 
about um, what was the thing that he tweeted? Let me find it really quick. So he tweeted uh, a a thread basically about um, autonomy, basically allowing us to get bad drivers off the road. Right, uh, being used as a tool to get bad drivers off the road, leaving and leaving the um, kind of the 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 roads and the ability to drive for good drivers. So you would have you could implement stricter licensing schemes. So you know you have to. X amount to be able to drive in a fully autonomous vehicle, but in you know a car that has complete manual control, you would need you could implement then a higher level of standards because um, because you know basically people are only doing it because they want to, like they, you're right. not like going to be taking people's livelihoods away from. Them. So he was basically describing the the sort of like utopian vision of what driverless cars are going to mean um, to. To automotive to, enthusiasts. To automotive automotive enthusiasts, yeah. Um, and it's something that we've talked about as like an end goal too. Yes. And it occurred to me, um, probably because, you know, we've been steeped in politics yeah. and thinking yeah. about public policy Definitely. and all that sort yeah. of stuff uh, over the last couple of months. But something about what he said just um, struck me as like, oh, we're not thinking about the in-between like we're yes. always focused yes. on like what we have now and we're thinking about the end goal but we're not thinking about this this whole middle section yes. of like the next decade or more or longer right and, and that's not bad right we have to set our goals high yeah right but we still need to work to fill in these gaps and to make first steps right yes and so my my point was basically w- when you first implement these sorts of policies because of the way that public policy works and government policy works and everything like that, it, it may not be, you know, like if you think about like uh, uh, any other infrastructure thing, because again, driverless cars is not a technology issue. It's an infrastructure issue. You're Just exactly like right. yeah. internet access at some point became less a technology issue and more of an infrastructure issue. Yep. So, and the, it kind of it's a good corollary actually because my first thought was oh well when you first implement something like that there's still going to be people that are left out of that for yes. whatever reason yep. they're, uh-huh. they're old they don't have access to, t- to technology or they're poor and they don't have access to modern cars or they're leaving rural areas that don't have the infrastructure to support all these things or they simply choose not to participate or or they or they choose not to participate yeah. Not to participate for whatever reason, because right. they're allergic to electricity or, or Wi-Fi or whatever. Hey, um, you know, nobody's, that kinda, al- that nobody's ca- allergic to Wi-Fi, by the way. That kind of stuff does run pretty deep in this country, though. It does. It right. absolutely does. Yeah. Um, there's a great story. I think it was in The Guardian a couple of years ago about a town in West Virginia that banned Wi-Fi because they think everyone thinks that they're all yeah. allergic to it. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so... It, it, but it, it occurred to me that that you know we t- we talk about it in these abstract uh, terms, but there are going to be people that are going to be left left out by that stuff. And it, it's we have spent so much time and money and everything else um, structuring our lives around the car that for that to act, for that to happen for you that to for you to take that uh, the ability to transport. Yeah. yourself away from people from a, a certain 
it's going to be a certain mix of people, probably rural, poor, uh, or even people who live outside the city and need to get in the city. You know, people who right. are out of reach of public transportation yep. or driverless cars. Yep. Um, uh, people but, that are on the other side of the digital divide. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But, you know, this is that's their livelihood is right. being able to get to work on time. Right. Exactly. Um, and those are the sorts of problems that we're going to have to solve before we can get to this issue of like, oh, well, we need to, um, we need to be able to, to, uh, to drive our MGs, you know, without, without interruption. Right. Right. We still need to be able to enjoy cars for being cars while we live in this utopian society. Right. Where we have solved all of the problems that are associated with cars. Right. And so it's, it's this thing that we, I think we need to, I know like car enthusiasts don't necessarily think this, but I think, uh, society at large sort of is kind of regarding autonomy and driverless cars in particular as like a panacea. Like, yeah. And and that was the, what I said to, um, to Alex Roy was basically like, my point was that it's not a panacea for anyone who doesn't know what a panacea is, could you please define it? It's basically like a, a silver bullet okay. sort of All right. sort of idea, right? Thank so you. it's it's like you, you I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> you did, you did. You've heard that before. I yeah, that doesn't mean I know what it means. Yeah, I mean it, I, it's basically I figured, yeah. 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 That it's going to it's a one thing that's going to solve all your problems. Right. Yeah. And it's not that. Um and it's going to create other problems. Yes. And it, you're exactly right. And so I wrote a thing on, on Drive Tribe about it, and basically the point was the point that we've been making for the last couple of months now that we need to. It behooves us and our interest if we want to get to that goal. Yes, that end goal that that Alex Roy was describing, and we've described, and every every other car enthusiast has talked about about the model and the you know yeah. the thing that we've talked about about it being like vinyl. Where yeah. you yeah. know you drive your MP3 and then or you you, you commute in your MP3 and you right. drive your vinyl. Right. Um, we need to think about those those unintended consequences, and we need to be involved in those discussions. Right. Right. Because it isn't like a flip a switch. We're autonomous. It's right. Lots of decisions along the way. And yes. Yeah. And all of those have the have the potential to take to change the way that that in game looks. Right to change the way that that utopia looks. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That, that they, they could endanger our hobby. Right. You know. Right. Um, and and I'm not going to so like I love cars, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. From my perspective, I have difficulty saying, "Well, I still want to drive my car and have fun," when I am given the opportunity to potentially end all automotive related deaths and accidents and injuries. Right. And that's and and that's going to be the the tricky balance of like right. having our cake and eating it too. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, there are 1.3 million traffic deaths every year. That's worldwide, obviously. Yes, worldwide. <clears throat> 3,200 some odd uh deaths every day. Yeah, it's crazy. Every day. It, it, and, it, and we as humans have the potential to make that go away. Yeah, it, it, it is a the the public health implications of it are obviously it's insane are obviously huge, and it, it is something that we we can do it, so we should do it, right? Um, because the you know I, you know we talk about the pitfalls of of some of these things a lot, but right. 
Right. To put it in perspective, yeah. I mean, you could save millions and millions of lives yeah. with this technology. Exactly. Exactly. And there is a place where this could exist and we still could have fun in cars. Like we just have to be part of these conversations right. that are these stepping stones along the way. Yeah. And I, I, this, if it's, if it's not already, is going to become sort of the dominant discussion or should become the dominant discussion within car culture because, you know, I think the the other thing that popped in my head the other day was that um, this right now is the most um, that, that car culture will be affected by decisions that are made at the highest levels of government yeah. since Nader, since, since the sixties, yeah. you know, um, I really can't, you know, I yeah, mean, I mean, it's been like fuel economy and safety regulations, but like, but there hasn't been like a huge right. sweeping right change. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. since since then. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. So it it is a big deal. Yeah, um, and it is something that like we need we do need to pay attention to, um, but yeah, I think I think we just need to be careful about the way we think about it. In in that like it's one, it's not magic, right. And the policy stuff is certainly not magic. We have to keep our interests in check. Yeah. We have to know what the other side wants as far as the goals that are trying to be achieved and yeah. and that we all want. And and Derek Ian, Mead made the same point with with climate change too. Yes. That that basically it's in it, it's one of those things where like if you if you don't play nice, then your right. toys are gonna get taken exactly. away. Exactly. You know? It, okay, so I'm going to go on a weird, I'm going to try to do a weird parallel here, but it makes me I'm think. i it. I already it, like it. It makes me think of abortion. Okay? <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. Okay? Ice cream and drugs. No, no, no. He, Ice cream he, and guns. He, yeah, exactly. Right? <clears throat> okay. So, pro-life mm-hmm. people do not want abortions, right? Correct. Obviously. Pro-choice people don't necessarily want abortions. They just want abortions to be an option. Right. Right. Like, uh, it's just part of a, a platform that they have for em- empowering people to be able to make their own decisions with their bodies. Right. Right. Where a, where someone that is pro-life has a more, um, has a more definitive line as to wh- wh- where that decision is made. Right. Right. So a pro cho- a pro choice person, right? I identifies the well, like identifies a, an element of the pro life's argument where they they say, you know, we don't we don't want abortions either, but we want them to be an option. We, in addition to you know, um, not just having abstinence based sex ed, you know, like. Um, supported Planned Parenthood, you know, mm-hmm. thing, things like this. So it's like you're you're identifying an element with an opposition, right? Right, and and <laughs> o- and owning that, and in a way moving together, but they're seen as very opposed forces. So I I get your analogy. Okay, I think it's flawed. In I'm that, sure it is. In that, so I, it's funny. Like Alex Roy actually did. Uh, did he it. say abortion? No, no. <laughs> he said he was pro-choice when it comes to driving. Okay. When it comes to driverless cars sort of thing. Sure. Um, but I don't like that analogy because 
uh, abortion, number one, is way more fraught than this issue. Sure. Morally. Sure. It, it, it is. Yes. <clears throat> and and the people it, which who Which is one of the reasons I brought it up. So it's, it's, not, it's not right because of the... Where it breaks down, I think, is that people who are pro-life, which I don't agree with, but I'm I'm somewhat sympathetic because I I understand that they believe that that is tantamount to murder, right? Right. Right. So that's not. So the 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 the, the stake. It's a question of stakes. I think is a well, little the, bit. Oh yeah, no. Whack. Oh no, it's completely skewed. <laughs> right. But if you look at. If if you a pro choice person isn't running around saying I want abortions all the time, right? right, right. No, I, right? I understand. And what we you're as saying. automotive enthusiasts are not saying like we want to drive however the fuck we want whenever we want, right? Right. right, right, right. We say that like we want the option, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Just like a pro choice yeah. person says they want the option, right? Yeah. And the reason that I went to that analogy was because it was even more exaggerated right. than uh, people dying in car accidents. Yeah. And and us having the potential to save lives with autonomous cars. Right. No, I, I get I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, car enthusiasts aren't saying that they don't want any driverless cars cuz exactly. that would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. I right. yeah, I get it. Right. Um So abortion, how do we follow abortion? <laughs> 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 Wow. Uh, I'm just going to slowly eat, eat a Heath bar. Anyway, we did have watch one other. you wor- work your way We had another thing that we wanted to talk about. Mm, jarring. Heath bars. <laughs> jarring. As we just slowly eat into the microphone after talking about abortion and cars. What, what other automotive podcast has done that? Anyway, please, if you haven't seen my... My article on on Drive Tribe on this it's it's uh it's called We Need to Think About the Problems Autonomy Will Create Too. Yes, um, it's a great article. I was you happy did, you did was, a fantastic job writing. Thank you. I was happy with how I wrote it. But but we have to understand that there has never been a greater amount of human intelligence on the planet, and mm-hmm. it's going to continue to accelerate. Yeah. We have gigantic problems that we have the potential to solve. Yeah, we do. We can get through these. We can make these things a thing of the past and it's going to be messy and it's going to change the way fire trucks and ambulances and emergency rooms and people's jobs work. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to change the world. Yeah. But we have to take some steps. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it's and we have to keep our shit in check. Well, I mean, that's going to be a challenge. But um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, so... It's a obviously it's a hugely complicated issue and we'll be talking about it a lot coming up. Sorry. One of the other things, one of the other facets to this whole thing uh, with connected cars uh, is the idea of car hacking, and this is also something that Alex Roy wrote an article about. Sorry, we're like all up on Alex uh, this week, but it, he he's he's one of the people that really resonates with us because he does talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, he kind of yeah. he's kind of zeroed in on this yeah. issue uh, recently. Um, and he's, he's been, he's been covering it well. Uh, but he, he had an article, uh, this, this week about, um, car hacking and basically how overblown that, that is and how, you know, how much, you know, he, he did mention, which I was happy to see in print anywhere that the media definition of hacking is so, yeah, is so like squishy to me to be meaningless essentially. Right. 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 Hacking. Uh, a a car does not mean the same thing as 
you know, hacking an ATM does not mean the same thing as hacking a voting machine does not mean the same thing as hacking NASA, you know, right. like none of that stuff is the same and, or, you know, it, it's, it's nonsense. Right. We could have a whole show about that. Yeah. But he basically was talking about that, that, that the fears about hacking have all been concentrated on uh, people being able to hack and steal your car or modify your yep. car's yep. behavior in some way. And, and basically saying, you know, that's pretty much nonsense and there's no incentive. And he said the, the one thing that you may see would be like ransomware, like right. where you like shut down someone's car and then demand money to unlock it. Right. Uh, or you do it with mass transportation, right? Um, oh, I, <clears throat> I think that happened recently in San Francisco. I have some thoughts on this. But go on. I'm going to remember them. Okay. Yes. Anyway, uh, so it occurred to me that one aspect of, of car hacking uh-huh. that I haven't seen discussed a lot, and it's something that we've kind of skirted around on the show before, <laughs> yeah. is all of the data that's going to be generated by all these connected cars and all yep. these billions of miles that are going to be driven in the first year that this technology yeah. gets implemented, that data is going to be stored and Somewhere. analyzed someplace. Yes. We know that government agencies <laughs> on occasion don't have the best security sometimes. But but also have the double-edged sword of loving to keep data. Right. And having and being mandated to keep yeah. data. And yep. for good reason. There are good reasons for those requirements. Um, but what happens when someone is able to hack um, traffic data and, right. and what sorts of identifying information will be retained. Exactly. Um, what sorts of like analytics are going to be available to law enforcement Yep. or potential hackers for that yeah. matter. Right. Um, there are, there are all sorts of, once you, once you c- kind of go down that thought experiment, yep. whole yeah. thing, there's a lot of like crazy bond villain person, uh, uh, possibilities that start to open up. So I, I, I think that we can easily look at what's happening with cell phones now as a precursor to it. Right. Because, <laughs> pardon me, too much Heath bar. Um, because cell phone tracking is something that a lot of government agencies use. Yep. Stingray devices for emulating <sighs> cell towers. Let's talk about that on the after show. Okay. Yeah. Stingray. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Cause that's a, that is an instructive, <coughs> I'm going to write that down. Cause that's, uh, an example that I think is going to be instructive when uh, to people when they think about this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so if I mean, basically, you're looking at GPS coordinates, um, and, and a device moving from one place to another at a time, right? Mm-hmm. With cell phones, obviously, you have like, well, who are you calling? Who are you texting? What are you browsing? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. With cars, it's really, you know, more physical logistics, you know, stuff like that. But like, let's just say, you know, somebody can track you where exactly where and when you've been in your car for the last week, Mm -hmm. right? Or two weeks, right? They could easily put something together to figure out when you weren't home and then your house is theirs, right? Yeah. You know, I, a lot of people are already, have already suffered from this on social media mm-hmm. where, you know, they post a vacation picture from somewhere and their house gets broken into while they're gone. Right. Because somebody's been watching Facebook accounts in a certain area, mm-hmm. you know, trying to find out who's been going on vacation. That's something that happens 
today. Yeah. That happens all the time. And yeah. it's don't post vacation photos while you're on vacation. Or better yet, don't have your address public on Facebook. Yeah. Well, don't do that either. But with with enough digging, you can find pretty much anything. Right. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's it having that kind of data out there is something that is pretty frightening. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it, it car like we keep talking about, cars are so integral to our lives that, I mean, like, when you find out, like, what that data is, you have a map of our life. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, it, and it's going to be interesting, you know, I, I, that that data kind of already exists with, with cell phones, and but it's it's more controlled now because it's yeah. a, a company that has it. You know, Google has it or Apple has it, but... But when you start talking about this sort of stuff, there's going to be municipal agencies that have it with yep. really small IT budgets. There's going to yeah. be, there could be, there, you know, on interstates, there could be federal databases. There could be state data. There'll definitely be state databases. Yep. Um, counties. Yeah. There's going to be all sorts of law enforcement is going to want to have access right. to, to right. this data. Right. Um, so it's going to be, interesting to see how it gets secured and how it gets used think think about the urban urban story of um like going from one toll booth to another toll booth oh the urban legend about yeah, the, yeah, yeah 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 urban legend thank you that's what i was trying to think of yeah and of then getting a ticket getting a speeding ticket because there's mathematically no way you could have done the speed limit to get from point a to point b at a certain time yeah right yeah I've thought about that and then just blown right through me but, too and it's it, never I happened i did that on my road trip yeah 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 but yeah, it it's gonna be. That's another, you know. But then again, I'm question. using Waze when I drive, right? right? Yeah. So there's a record. Waze sees me speeding all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. What? Where is this data? Where does it live? And, who has it? And what, who owns what, it? Yeah. Do you own the data from from your car? Almost certainly not. You're exactly right. You know, it's yeah. going to be. You know, you you're you're signing a user agreement. For the roads, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, right. which is essentially what a driver's license yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a driver's license. You don't and, own it. You can use it. And car insurance is essentially an yeah. end user agreement for the infrastructure that we all share. Thank God I don't have to update it as much as iTunes. <laughs> I just renewed my driver's license. Yeah. You know, I wish they would update. Yeah, some of the roads. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's that's. I think the the hacking. I think Alex Roy is right that yes. that we're we're focusing too much on individual cars as a hacking danger, and we need to already be thinking yeah. about this next generation of massive amounts of data that yep. is going to be generated by yeah. this stuff. Yeah, because uh, it's it's going to be huge. Yep, it's going to be absolutely enormous. Every stop, I mean, think about every stoplight. Yeah, would be talking to every car at an intersection. Yep. And every car is going to be talking to every car. Every emergency vehicle is going to yeah. talk to every other car yeah. on the road. Yes. What are we logging? What are we not going to log? Exactly. You know, that's going to be uh, a nightmare to 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 figure out and then secure. Yeah. So, yeah, those are uh, those are the things that keep us up at night. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's the stuff that makes us panic shit yeah. ourselves. Oh, let's. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's take it up a notch. Uh, last thing. Yeah. When I said I had thoughts on this earlier, the thing that I want to talk about is, <clears throat> when was the last time you helped your mother-in-law with her computer? 
it's been it's 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 been a while. It's been since the uh, the 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 great hacking incident. Okay. All right. Of so 2015. So let me know if you can relate to this. Right. Uh-huh. You're helping someone that's clearly on the other side of the digital divide with. Do you something. mean someone who says, oh, I think I have that in my Google Docs folder, and then as I'm opening docs.google.com, she dives under the desk and grabs an actual folder that says Google Docs? Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. yes, that, th- that kind of person. I might be able to stretch my imagination to, <laughs> to think about, to imagine what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead. Have you been ever, have you, have you been ever, wow, have you ever been doing at the elbow support for someone like that where... They're just like a click happy user, like where you say, okay, so then you go here and then they have to like, they have to close like four windows that they didn't need to close Mm -hmm. and then just go over to that application. Yeah. And you're like, why did you close those? You know, you didn't need to do that. Or like you're helping them step through things and then they just click on something just because they just click on it. Right. So I had a, they just do that. (laughs) So I had a friend, uh, uh, I, so when I did it for the, the film festival, yes. Um, my, my dear friend who runs it, I'm not going to mention her name, even though I know she does not listen to this, but she is awesome. But she would drive me fucking crazy because I would tell her, I would, like you know train her on like some yeah. new thing that we were using at the thing and or or just help her try to get better at her computer and she would i would ask her to do something and she would proceed to do a thing that i would do in half a step you right, know right and she would just invent steps and uh-huh. like yeah like i didn't even know you could do that like right. I didn't know you could get there from here. Like she would six degrees of Kevin Bacon that shit. <laughs> right, right. And it was amazing to me. Right. So I, and I tried to show her like a keyboard shortcut. She'd be like, "Oh, I'm not going to do that." Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I'm wondering how this is going to play into the technology in cars, right? Mm-hmm. Because like at some point, somebody is going to be standing in front of a wrecked Tesla, and we're going to be like what happened? And they're like, I don't know. I did the thing and they're going to blame it on us because we're IT guys. Right. I, I just did the thing that you said I should do, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and then like Tesla pulls the data, speaking of where that data lives, yeah. right? Tesla pulls the data and it's like, no, they sent autopilot to 106. Yeah. You know, they kept pushing this button. Well, and that that's already know? happened by okay. the way. It's okay. already happened with, with Tesla crashes where people have tried to, claim it was after the the, yes. the autopilot fatality and then people tried to claim that autopilot malfunctioned yep. or whatever happened yeah and tesla was like well actually autopilot wasn't on autopilot yeah. wasn't on right. dick you know yeah right right but like we're there are going to be these users that just do shit that they shouldn't do yeah they just close windows that they don't need to close yeah because they don't understand what's really in front of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And and also, I think another thing that we need to talk about real quick is the fact that the whole thing about, like, wanting stricter driver's licenses and things like that for being able to, to operate a car that has autonomous capabilities, be, but being able to operate it manually mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that 
when you start to have something go wrong in a car that is fully autonomous, it's not going to hand you, oh, the car's traveling at 25 miles gently down the street. No, you're going to be sideways and you're going to be skidding. Yeah. You know, like something is going to be going wrong. So like it's going to be testing the limits of what you and I are capable of dealing with. And, and, and you're looking to minimize a bad situation. You're going to have a bad situation no matter what, right? It's, it's the actions that you take that are, that have to minimize it. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, the, I think you're absolutely right. The, the, the driving test of the future for, you know, even if even if we do this this graduated license idea of like, oh, I'm only qualified to be in a level five autonomous car, right? Is going to be basically there's going to be no parking in it, right? It's going to be only skid pad. Yep. You know, it's yep. going to be <laughs> yep. It's going to be the the instructor pulls the handbrake and says good luck. <laughs> yep. And that's yeah. that's what it's going to be. Right. Right. Um, yeah, because when it, when it goes wrong, it's going to go very wrong. Yeah. The, this is what the airline industry has already gone through. Mm-hmm. You know, there are these other industries that we can we can look at and say, okay, this is what's happening. This is how they dealt with it. We can apply this to cars as we go forward. There are people that have done some learning around this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and the and the other thing is that it's we're gonna have to. Um, you're going to have to practice that more often because you're not going to be driving day to day. Right. It's only going to be in these emergency situations. Exactly. Exactly. And you're not going to have That's those the every thing. day. You're exactly right. So you're going to have well, to I recert mean, every you year. You might trying to teach me how to do a burnout. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> Don't worry. I haven't forgotten about that. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're right. That's a, that's another consideration. Though. Yeah. Yeah, people aren't thinking about. We're going to like the bar is going to be raised for how people have to be able to handle cars. I agree. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I've got an FMK cars. Okay. So okay. Let's just, let's just okay. put a, a nail in this one for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll oh God, on. this is a long one. Yeah. We've got some other shit to talk about too. Okay. My FMK cars yeah. is called Autonomous Cars Will Not Save the World. Okay. But you will, you goddamn magnificent <laughs> bastard. Oh, shucks. Generally miserable cars with an altruistic twist. Okay. All right. Okay. Pontiac Aztec. Ugh. Okay. Looks like a garbage truck. Yeah. While you are driving this car, all the promises of autonomy are magically realized. Okay. There are no traffic jams, road rage, or accidents anywhere in the world. But I'm in an Aztec. But you're in an Aztec. The moment you stop driving it, all that shit comes back. Oh. Okay. 1993 Buick Century. Oh. As long as you drive this car... The Israeli-Palestinian conflict is resolved. <laughs> this can take whatever form you imagine is best. Okay. All right. There are many arguments to this, uh, about what, what that would look like, but whatever you think. Oof, I'm the last person that should be able to make a decision on everyone that. Everyone hugging. Yeah, yes. Everyone hugging <laughs> and eating candy. <laughs> Just puppies. Yeah. Just piles of puppies. Puppies. Interesting. You should mention that. No. Buick Encore. Oh, oh God damn it. Your favorite egg car. Oh, did well, you see Johnny tweeted one? I did. It was hilarious. God damn it. He cleaned it. I know. <laughs> While you are driving you this can't car. clean your soul. <laughs> okay. While you are driving this car, every dog in the world is happy and fed and has their favorite toy with them. <sighs> okay. All right, I've got I've got it. Okay. I'm killing the one with the puppies. Really? Yeah. 
Wow, I did not expect that. Well, when you when you think about what you want to save, humans or puppies, you kind of have to pick humans. Hmm. You know. Mm. <laughs> I might go puppies. You might go puppies. Yeah, but okay. I don't I like puppies you that much. Go puppies. Yeah. People are overrated. Dave. Yeah, they are. They okay. are. Um, so I I think I have to kill that one. And plus, it's the fucking Buick egg car. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then, for a day, I'm going to drive a Buick Century, uh-huh. and the Iran the Israeli Palestine conflict will be resolved. Okay. Here's my thoughts behind it. Uh huh. First of all, I just want to hike my pants up high because mm-hmm. when you get in a Buick, they just you stand near it, your oh, yeah. waistline just goes. Beep, yeah. Right. Especially that era. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just high, high yeah. pleated pants. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And like a members only jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I want that. And so. Here's my thought. If you can show them what that's like for a day, mm-hmm. then they'll get back there on their own. It could be. Right. So I'm I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna horn in on your on your on your moment here, but But you're gonna horn in on the moment. I'm, I'm gonna do that thing. Okay. I'm gonna do that thing exactly. Uh-huh. I like where your head's at because if you think about it, maybe they just need one day yeah. of fucking. Yes. Yes. You're, right. Yes. Just one day. Everybody fucks everybody. And then, and then, and then, and then nine months later, you're yeah. just kind of forcing them. Like, well, I guess we're gonna deal with these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're my in-laws. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Some booty calls and like some very active Tinder accounts could could solve world problems. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Ian. Why aren't we I, in charge of things? I could see that you, you even saying that made you uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, then I, yep. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Okay. Let's a- keep going. Anyway. Yeah. So that means I'm going to marry the Pontiac Aztec. Yeah. And no one's going to get in a traffic accident as long as I'm driving it. Yeah. And which means I'm going to install a toilet in it so that I can keep <laughs> driving it. I like it. While I go I like to the it. bathroom. I like it. Which is quite frequently, as you know, because you've taken a road trip with me. Yes, I am aware. <laughs> All too aware. And when I say I'm going to install a toilet in it, it's just a patch of grass. <laughs> <laughs> with a trucker standing at you, staring at you. Let's talk about fun things, Dave. <laughs> These are fun things. I know. We need to move it along. We got, okay. we got more okay. things right. to talk about. Ian. Okay. Yeah. You have a my eyes, you said. Let's talk about my eyes. Anybody that follows this on the social media saw that I saw the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh, you did, yeah. And it made me really happy to see it. Yeah. I don't know why. I remember seeing it when I was a little kid, uh, but it's the fucking Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yeah. I've seen it a few times as an adult and it doesn't, like your reaction does not change from when you were like no, six. No, it's like, that's awesome. Yeah. There were tons of people standing around taking pictures of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. That it's, was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially. I mean, it's it's very donk like. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, it's it's a it's essential as essentially ostensibly a donk in spirit. Yeah, because it has a theme. Yep, wieners, wieners, and yeah. wieners are always funny. Never <laughs> yeah. not funny. Never not funny. Wieners. Yep, we're looking at you, wieners. <laughs> Good job, wieners. Keep it up. Yeah, <laughs> up. All right, let's yeah, let's, let's yes. move it on. Yeah. 
Oh, you have enough of gay cars, you I, said. Yeah, I do. So, if anybody else has seen the, the Oscar Mayer wiener and felt the same way, like a, a child, like please let us know that we're not the only two idiots that feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's interesting because uh, this week I saw some dude's name named Oscar's wiener. <laughs> that That's, I can't help you with that. No. I can't help yeah. you with that. Yeah. That's just what shows up in your web search history. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Ian, this is an FMK cars for you. Okay. It's called Tool. You're a corporate tool and you have to drive a corporate car. Oh. Okay. Interesting. We've right. done corporate cars. Okay. All right. These are all made up corporate cars. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. First up, Dave's Taffy Express. <laughs> okay. It is a Honda S2000 okay. because it's very high revving yeah, yeah, and yeah. giddy. Okay. Right? Yeah. Kind of like someone you know, mm-hmm. with a hard top, because fuck convertibles. Right. That's modified to look like a wrapped piece of saltwater taffy. You, so and, does that have the, like, the twists at yeah, the end? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And, right. and, and in this, you like this is your job. You're a salesman for this company. Okay. Okay? So you have to be a, D- a Dave's Taffy Express salesman. <laughs> okay. Okay? Or right. you drive the Dave's Taffy Express. Yeah. Dave's Taffy is the brand. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Is this a lifelong dream of yours to make saltwater taffy and sell it door to door across the country? Uh, yes. Yes. Ian, yes. Okay. Up next, mm-hmm. Ian's Jaunty Sausages. <laughs> <laughs> it is your How company. Can a sausage be jaunty. I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> right? It is a top fuel drag car <laughs> that has been modified to look like a sausage. Okay. All right. So very light modifications. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Basically a can of spray paint. Yeah, yeah. I think you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then last, our friend Matt, right? Mm-hmm. Of King Ranch fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Friend okay. of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt. Yep. One of the, one of the mo- most amazing people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Right? One wonderful characteristic about Matt is that he's very deadpan. Yes. Right? So now you are a salesman for Matt's deadpan deadpans. Matt has invented a, a cookware uh-huh. that also doubles as self-defense. So if someone <laughs> breaks into your house, you can whack them with a with a, a pan and make them dead. I think that exists, and it's called a frying pan. An iron skillet. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right? Well, I don't understand what the... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Let's just anyway, keep going. Yeah. It's a Corvair convertible. Okay. It's modified to look like a frying pan. And you are a salesman for Matt's deadpan deadpans. Okay. And do I have to talk in Matt's deadpan? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know if I could do that. I think you just did. Yeah, but I don't think I could sustain that. Yeah. 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 I don't think you could. Especially after you down some of that cold brew coffee that my buddy Chris <sighs> gave us. You, I've never seen you like that. I was amped up. Well, first of all, we were carding, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. And. That has a shit ton of caffeine in it. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I hadn't eaten a lot. Yeah. And, but yeah, and then when I get worked up, my voice goes, oh, hi, yeah. I got a, yeah. like a Seinfeld thing going on and I can't do it. I, can, I couldn't talk like Matt all the time. No. 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 Wouldn't work. No. All right. Anyway, so, so okay. Uh, I'm. I would be a shit saltwater taffy salesman. <laughs> You'd be like, I don't know. Sure, don't know uh, drink whiskey instead. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the person that said, 
I don't really like dessert. Whiskey's my dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to marry the sausages. Okay. And drive a top fuel dragster everywhere. Yeah. Imagine the turning radius, getting that through like a drive through <laughs> Just yeah. Austin Powers. But it looks like a giant sausage, so it'd be funny because people can make jokes about like, uh-huh. you know. You just drive it between two beige cars. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Um, and then I will crush. I'm going to crush the deadpan. Okay. Because one, I don't think I could pull it off. And two, I'm I'm st- I'm still confused about the product and that's probably not a good <laughs> headspace for a salesman. Um so I guess for a day I'm going to drive your saltwater taffy. Okay. All right. Express around. Uh-huh. And uh rack up uh literally some dollars in sales, I'm guessing. <laughs> I should have made it Dave's saltwater taffy express o espresso oh. and it should have been and saltwater taffy yeah es- espresso flavored saltwater taffy oh yeah yeah anyway i still don't like taffy <laughs> all right okay we have some garage updates yes we do all right um i today uh-huh finally got my winter tires on did you really yeah. well i mean you don't really need them yet you might no. tonight or tomorrow yeah i yeah. have good timing um this is my fourth year on those tires. Nice, nice. Four, well done. I think four seasons on on a set of winter of like aggressive that's winter tires. Yes. No, that's that's really good. I'd I'd go maybe two or three. Yeah. I told I told Jenny and she was like, whatever. That seems low. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. You know, because she always gives me shit about spending too much money on tires. Right. Which is probably accurate. Yes. But I was like, you know, I've made yeah, this last four seasons. Four seasons. Yeah. That's crazy. yeah. No, that's good. I mean, this is the last season for him, but right. Um, this should be a fun season then. Yeah. Well, and I've got, and so the summers are pretty much shot. So I oh, want to get wow. one more track track day out of them. Okay. Uh-huh. Send them off in a blaze of glory. Yeah. So I think we should go do, we should go do a, a, like one of those random warm winter weekend days. Yeah. See if there's open lapping at High Plains. Go do some open lapping and just send my, uh, do a, give my tires a Viking funeral. Yes. Yes, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Or go do autocross for the first time ever for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my garage updates. Not that anything, anything spectacular, but winter mode is always like a sad day. Yeah, it is, right? I hate putting on my winter tires. Yeah. Every time I did that for Dusty Rusty, it was like, <sighs> shit. <coughs> yeah. So then that means I'm going to break the, break the front tires loose in first, second, and third, and possibly fourth gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of instead of just first and second. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, right? Uh, the Infinity already has Blizzax on it, so yeah. we'll just roll them through the season and see how they do. Now, you mentioned that it has Blizzax. Yeah. Which, you know, you would normally on like, you know, an aggressive winter tire like that, normally on a dry kind of warmish road, yeah. isn't going to have a lot of... Tr- a lot of traction. No, it's fuck. God but, damn it! I know. But you're, for some reason, shit. But for some reason, Dave here. I'm never going to live this down. Our ginger friend failed in such spectacular <sighs> fashion to do a burnout. I was, was so really, nervous because we were sitting in traffic, <laughs> and then I hit so, the brake with my clutch foot. 
was so funny. Because I thought I needed to shift. <laughs> you got so flustered. I did. So we tried to instruct him on how to do a break stand burnout. Yeah. And it did not go well. Nope. Nope. It was you and my buddy, Chris. And what did you do? Like, were you just like barely know. into the gas or uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then you like came off the brake. I just let off the brake. Yeah. And then we just kind of like petered out into traffic. And, like, uh-huh. I, I was like, are you going to stall an automatic right now? Because that's what it feels like. <laughs> and then, like I, I wrapped the revs on it, and, and which then oh, I, I spiked the brake pedal. Oh, yeah. Because then after we were already rolling, you're like, oh, I should be in manual. And you went into first. Yeah. And then. No, I was already in first. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I should have I should have went to second is what I should it, have done. It it didn't go well. No, it didn't. It didn't. And then, and then and then everyone laughed. Oh, we laughed. Oh, how we laughed. Oh god. And laughed and laughed. You know what? I'm never gonna do a burnout in that car. I'm just gonna make you mad. I just don't I got I the keys right here. Yeah. I just don't understand why that wasn't the first thing you did. Because I'm not you, Ian. I know, I don't. I'm I don't, not but, you. But I don't understand. I'm that. someone who washes his car and hand dries it now. Okay, I I have to, I told you this before. I like washing my cars. Yes. But I feel like I can't wash my Volkswagen because. Yeah, no, I think you'll wear it down to the, you'll, it's your body will go away. That's absolutely what happens. Like I yeah. can watch my paint peel away as I'm washing it. Yeah. Which is way more depressing than having a dirty car. Yeah, you're exactly right. So, uh that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. So, I'm you sorry. You just keep bringing it down. Keep I I, it down. I can't do a burnout, Ian. You can I, do it. You can do it. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. In an empty parking lot, yeah. We will we will try to do a burnout. Okay. Okay? Yeah. All right. We will succeed at a burnout. Yeah, we'll succeed at a burnout. Yes, we will play around with at my car. At least one of us will. <laughs> with traction control off and yeah. see what happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if my car is one of those cars where you, like you can turn off but it's never fully off. I'm yeah, wondering. It could we'll be. see. We'll see. It There's a lot be. of technology in that infinity. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, and you took it for a road trip. I did. So this was my first road trip in the infinity, my first long drive, and problems happened. Mm-hmm. Ian Problems happened. Problems happened? Well, not really problems, but like little things popped up. I have a tire pressure sensor that anytime I'm driving longer than like 45 minutes, it just stops telling me what the tire pressure is. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? So now I have to now I have to deal with tire pressure sensors. I didn't have this shit on the Saab. No. Now I have to deal with tire pressure sensors. Or you could just not. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. You could just... Check your tire pressures. Well, no, I do. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, then a little light comes on on the dashboard. Oh, that's Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Right. Um, And then like the little display that shows drive park, you know, that stuff. There's Mm -hmm. this weird little pixel creep in it now that's like showing up. So. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And it's random. Like it, it, like it, it evolves. It's, Mm -hmm. it's evolving. It's, it's getting better and then worse. And yeah. So it looks like somebody squished a tiny little bright orange bug. On, on there, you know, it looks like a little squish spider or something. Yeah. yeah. So, but other than that, other than that, f- fucking A, that is one awesome car for road trips. First of all, it rides fantastic. It is right? very comfortable. It slays highway miles. I bet. Passing things on the highway is not a problem. Yeah. Although it wasn't with Dusty Rusty either, yeah. but, you know, like 80 miles an hour in fifth gear and Dusty was like 3000 RPM. That yeah. is where you want to be. And 150 decibels. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Obviously, the Infinity is much more quiet. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah. It, so I, so on the way out there, I was like, all right, I'm going to dive into this adaptive cruise control thing, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw all my chips in the, in the, <laughs> in the smart car bucket. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so like I, I was, I, I didn't touch the brakes myself to disengage cruise control the entire way to Missouri. That's crazy. I let the car do it. Right. Wow. Even when somebody cut me off and they were less than a car length in front of me, mm-hmm. like they came over at 75 miles an hour, maybe 80 miles an hour, the car fucking braked hard. It was awesome. It did exactly what it should have done, right? And I mean, like, I probably would not have braked so hard, right? Mm-hmm. In case anybody was tailgating me or something, right? right. But like, it did what it should have done. And oh, like, nice. it stepped in way faster than I thought it would. Yeah. And like, I, dude, like I, I could just follow things and not have to worry about whether I was speeding. It was fantastic. It was great. I loved it. I, I love adaptive cruise control. Yeah. It only shut off on me three times. Once in heavy rain on the way out there. Mm-hmm. And then twice on the way back when the highway turned I-70 going west during a sunset. Yeah. So there's several points like between like Kansas City, Lawrence and Topeka mm-hmm. where the sun is basically sitting on top of the road and you are driving yeah. directly into it. Mm-hmm. And so when I was driving directly into the sun, it shut off. Yeah. Yeah. So like the camera just couldn't make it was just all white in the camera, I think. Yeah. I will say that this review of of adaptive cruise control. Yes. May slightly undercut our. uh previous discussions uh and our bona fides as like uh being qualified to talk about car technology seeing as how we're being wowed by 2006 <laughs> literally technology 10 year old technology yes yes yeah yeah right so what the fuck is it like to drive a tesla on autopilot yeah, yeah. right yeah i probably just pee myself the whole time <sighs> anyway yeah. yeah but ian it was a great car for a road trip yeah I very, I believe it. I'm 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 very uh, impressed with that car. Thank you. So, Thank you. Very it, cool. It's like way it. too nice for me. That's not true. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Okay. By talking about our little karting adventure. Yes. It was Dave's birthday. It was. It was Dave's birthday. Like a normal person, I tell my friends <clears throat> when my birthday is. Yeah. And guess what? I know. I also yeah. found out when Ian's birthday is. Yeah. But I'm not going to say it on the podcast because that's not podcast information. It is not podcast that's, information. That, that's Ian information. And now it's Dave information. <laughs> Ian, the birthday I'm planning for you. I know. Well, yeah. I, the texts have already begun, Ian. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So we went. We went karting. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna tell you something that I've googled in the last 24 hours. No, come on. Steak cake. (laughs) (laughs) Ian, what if? What if you walked into a room? There was a leather chair there oh and a steak, a, an amazing steak, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, and uh, like the great escape or the Italian job, also known as Michael Caine bangs a lot of women, yeah. the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, was playing on a television uh-huh. and there's a <clears throat> candle in the steak, right? Mm-hmm. And then the best birthday present of all, I just leave you the fuck alone and go home. <laughs> yeah. 
Come on. Come on. You can't tell me that's not the birthday you want. That, that is the birthday I want. Anyway, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about our carting adventure, which was which was interesting because we it went was to very interesting. We went yes. to electric carts this time. We did, yeah. We went to K one down uh, in South Littleton. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think you are better at the electric carts. I am than I am at the uh, at the electric carts. I well, mm, I don't I know. Mean, you were faster than me like three out of the four times, right? But it, with those carts, it really depended on what cart you had. I, I did have at least two really shit carts. Yes, it, those carts were much more varied than the than the gas carts at Unser, which is so weird. And the the yeah, electric you, carts in um in Oklahoma City were the same way. Where like you wouldn't think that they would vary. You'd either get a good one or a bad one. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You would think they would be much more consistent. Yeah, right. But it, it seems like the gas ones that I've driven. Much more consistent. Much more consistent. Yeah. I think if you and I had carts and we like we drove the carts. Swapped. Swapped, right? Mm-hmm. But then like since they're electric, like we have to think like you and I know like about lithium ion discharge cycles and stuff like that, right? It's like it, then you get into that whole thing where it's like, you know, yeah, like so then like if if I drive it, then you drive it, then like it has to take a charge cycle in between it and like, you yeah. know, like. Yeah, it's it's too difficult to do uh, an apples to apples comparison with an electric cart. I think. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's it was it was interesting though, and it was fun. I think we did. I mean, the group we were in was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. My um, buddy Jason. Yeah. yeah. Whose idea this all was? Thank you, Jason. Oh yeah. 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 It was a lot. He of just fun. sent me an email. He's like, "You're taking you're taking that day off work." I was like, "Okay." That's all awesome. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was fun. Okay. Um, oh, but I have an FMK card to go along with karting. Okay. All because right. because there's, you know, whenever you go karting with friends, there's always like a lot of frustration, at least for me. Like I get frustrated <laughs> when I can't, when I'm not, if I don't have You're the fastest ve- time. You are very hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I get frustrated if I don't have the fastest time. Yeah. Which is one of the things that makes you such a great driver. And I want to like. Striving for perfection. Always I, reaching to be greater. I always want to look at that. Aspirations. If I don't make it on the top Earnest times of the effort. week thing, I then love I'm really you just upset. blazing through compliments. So this is called <laughs> Slow is Smooth. Smooth is Fast. Smooth is Fast. But I swear that cart was all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Cars with consequences for your driving ability. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with a 1980 Fiat Panda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two-cylinder. Okay. 30 horsepower. Ooh. You crush everyone at every arrive and drive karting event. Track records on every kart track. Always the fastest person on any given endurance team. Okay. Anytime you're driving someone else's car, anytime you have an- Uh-huh. You are- I fucking slay You're the it. fucking stig. Okay. Everything else. Okay. Right? But you, you, you drive the Fiat Panda. Okay. And you can drive the shit off the Fiat Panda too. Okay. All right. It has 30 okay. horsepower. Oh, God, it's going to get worse from here. It gets better and worse. Okay. 2001 Honda Prelude SH. Oh, I love that generation of Prelude. I do, too. I do, too. I love it. it. I think it's aged so well. Especially in that blue. Yes, the silvery blue. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yes. You are an exactly average driver. Okay. All right. So, basically, that means you're terrible at carts. Okay, right. And you do average people stuff on the road. Okay, all right. I'm exactly average. Exactly average. Like my lovemaking. 
<laughs> we all know that's not true. Meow, meow, meow. Okay. <laughs> 2017 Porsche 911 Turbo S. Oh, jeez. Okay. You are awful at driving and parking. Okay. Card right. wheels, random slowdowns, oh. creeping into the intersection at red lights. Oh, all I hate of those it. people. All of it. All the bad things about driving. You're like, yeah. And then when you go karting, uh-huh. you're just in the walls constantly. Okay. All right. You're crashing into other people. Okay. You're terrible. Okay. Doesn't right. mean you're having a bad time. Uh, right. You're just awful. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm killing the Porsche. Okay. No, I, I'll be an average for a day and- and then I am marrying the Fiat. Yeah? Are you, yes. Okay. There is nothing funner. More fun? More fun. There is nothing more funner than if you are driving a shitty car with narrow tires yeah. at full 10 tenths. Yeah, which you, you, you would be at with yeah. that one. Yes, you'd, you'd be Mary. At seventeen tenths. Mary, yes, yeah. And, and I think you're. I think you're. You're doing the right thing. And there. then at some point during our friendship, you would sneak into my house and try to smother me with a pillow, because you could not handle me being faster than you. I don't think that's true. Which is when I would reach for my Matt's deadpan deadpan <laughs> <laughs> in self defense. That's not true. I would be able. To, I would be. I would be thrilled if you were. If you were faster than me, and you often are. Not often. Not at answer. Not an answer. Nope. Not Electric carts, you're faster than me. And every time we do virtual track days, you're always faster than me. I'm more patient at virtual track days than you are. Uh, that may be true. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That was my that was my FMK cars. I like it. Thank you I for th- giving me a Fiat. You're welcome. I think that is it, though. I think we're done. I think so. We uh, are yeah. done here. Yeah. You, this show has gone on long enough. <sighs> yes, it has. I'm sorry for anybody that's stuck around. Yeah. Ian? But it's going to be a little bit longer because we're going to do some talks. Oh. We're going to talk about plugs. <laughs> Dave's getting sleepy. That's what we're doing. You guessed it. <laughs> about 1030. Got a hard stop on the Sev. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Just let's do the plugs. <laughs> you do them. Oh, you want me to do them? Yeah. Okay. Let's do some plugs. Yeah. Uh, we are on the internet on yep. at, in places. Yep. Uh, Team Clear Coat. Pretty much just everywhere. Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, yeah, I don't have the patience to do the YouTube videos anymore. We're we're going to figure out some kind of solution for that. Well, we'll be back on the YouTube. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure something we'll, out. Yeah. Uh, Drive Tribe. Drive Tribe. Yep. Uh, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Facebook. All, all that. Yeah. All that. Yep. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Please do that. Please, please do that. Who wants to be our 20th reviewer? We've got 19. We've been hanging out at 19 for a while. Like, we yeah. went really fast to 19. And yeah, yeah. Just hanging out there for a yeah. long time. I think we probably have Doug DeMiro to credit for that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, email us, teamclearcoat yep. at yep. gmail.com. Send us FMK cars. Yep. We yep. will send stickers. We have stickers. Yep. We got stickers for days, son. Yes, we, we do. At least like six or seven days. Yep. 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 Or maybe it'll be like a miracle and it would be like sticker Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And stickers right. will last for eight days. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, we managed to put stickers on. We, we only had two stickers, but we managed to sticker an entire parking lot. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, Dave is on the internet places. Yep. Nuck, nuck, goose. Uh-huh. N-U-K, N-U-K, goose. Instagram, yep. Twitter. Yep. Um, Ian, then, uh, yeah. Ian is on the internet. No. First of all, check out the drive tribe page. Ian is the tribe leader mm-hmm. and, uh, check out Ian's page, right? 
Um, we still have no idea what Drive Tribe I does. I know, right? But like Team Clear... Oh, the one thing is that on Drive Tribe, for reasons, Team Clear Code is three words. Yep. So uh, three separate words. Everywhere else... Yep. One because more. it was because we needed the TCC to show up in our emblem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ian's on the internet. I roll so hard. E-Y-E, roll so hard. You should follow him on Twitter for sure. You need to do that. And also Instagram because he posts very funny pictures. <laughs> exactly. All right. I know when your birthday is. We, we done did it. I know. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. It's fine. Don't worry about it.